Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dana Buckler Show. My name is Dana, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Jason Waters. Jason, how are you today? I am doing fantastic. Thank you. All right, excellent. Well, we are still in the middle of our Quentin Tarantino retrospective. Eventually, we're going to do an episode on Jackie Brown. <laughs> we just keep kicking that can down the road. But, you know, we're, we, we, we've we done episodes where we've talked about Leo and, you know, did he, yeah. when when should he have gotten an Academy Award? And we've we've been talking about doing this episode for a while. We, we want to do, a, we just want to ask the question, you know, did the Academy get it right? Did you get it? You yeah. know, how many times have we been watching the Academy Awards where we're just like so sure that a particular actor, movie, whatever, is going to win an award and it doesn't. I yeah. mean, I have always sort of taken the Academy Awards as the pinnacle of yes. awards for movies. Something yeah. movies, something you and I really like, something we're passionate about. 1998 was the first time that I said, huh, well, what I don't, the- don't necessarily agree with that. Because yeah. it used to be if a movie won Best Picture, I would watch it. With a sense of this is the best picture of the of the year, right? So I need to really pay attention to this. Yeah, and the voting academy, cons- the the overall consensus was of all the films produced this year, here are the ones that we agree are the five now ten best. Yeah, and this is the one that stands alone. Yeah, and and for the most part, very rarely before this did you ever go, well, that, that's just bullshit. Yeah. We've got a lot of movies to cover. We yep. got a, we got a lot of years to cover. Yep. We're going to start with 1990. We're just going to work our way up to the present. So, yep. Jason, no time like the present. We've got 33 years to cover. So, let's do it. Let's start with 1990. Let's talk about the nominees, and we'll then we'll talk about whether or not we feel like they got it right. Okay. So the nominees 1990. We have Dances with Wolves, Awakenings, Ghost, The Godfather Part Three, and Goodfellas. Okay, and, and the, the winner. Drum roll, please, was Dances with Wolves. A movie nobody talks about today. Correct. A movie that we did put on 101 movies from the 1990s you need to watch because we felt like nobody talks about it anymore. Well, and I think the, my main reason for putting it on that, that list was it's a, it is a good movie. And if you don't know anything about Indian relations, this is a movie that you need to see. Yes. So my question to you is, Jason, did the Academy get it right? No. No, no, not at all. No, this no. is this is a Goodfellas year. Yeah, the way off, way off. Like, yep. like the Goodfellas is uh, above and beyond. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Like, no, 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 no. Like, Ghost is a good movie. Awakenings yep. is a good movie. The Godfather Part Three. Uh, I'm actually kind of shocked that that got a Best Picture nomination. <laughs> I think you know. I think it was just mandated. It was required. It was required. Yeah. You know, the other ones, the other ones won Best Picture, so yes. it just kind of had to. Uh, no, no, there's no question here. Uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, absolutely Goodfellas. And, you know, our our kind of caveat blanket statement for this is we are not saying that Dances with Wolves is a bad movie, nor does it not deserve an Oscar, because these are five movies that are deemed the best that year. Yeah. However, you got it wrong. Oh, they got a big wrong. Um, and this was um, Goodfellas produced by Erwin Winkler. Mm. Not, you know, he, he did win an Academy Award for Best Picture for Rocky. He was yeah. producer on Rocky. Yep. All right, so we're going to say for the year 1990, the Academy got that one so we, wrong. We, we both agree with that one. We both agree on that one. Okay. All right, so let's look at the movies that came out in 1991. 1991, we have got Silence of the Lambs, Beauty and the Beast, Bugsy, JFK, and The Prince of Tides. Okay, all right. So th- This was a top five. Uh, the winner here swept all five of the big categories, yeah, which yeah. is The Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. So Silence of the Lambs is going to win that year, all right? Beauty and the Beast kind of holds the distinction of being the first animated film to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Bugsy, are you ready for this? Yep. I've never seen it. Really? I've never seen Bugsy. Whoa. Yeah, I almost watched it for this episode because when I was going when I was going through the list, but I just didn't wow. have time. I couldn't fit it in my schedule. That's a Warren Beatty movie. Yeah. I think he, he directed it too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and he was one of the producers. Yeah, absolutely. JFK. Oliver Stone, good movie, um, long movie, great performances, but uh, to me, it was not as good as Silence of the Lambs. All right. Now, The Prince of Tides is a movie that my mom is obsessed with. A lot of people are. She loves this movie. And, and because of that, I have seen The Prince of Tides yeah. at least five or six times Old from bats. start to finish. 
it's a good movie. I believe it's directed by Barbara Streisand. Um, Nick oh. Nolte is really good in the film. Yes. It has one of those, like, when you finally find out what's going on, what the big family secret is, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> JFK, to me, uh, I'm a big fan of JFK. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's an incredibly ambitious film. Yes. Um, I think it's one of Oliver Stone's better movies, and I'm a big fan of Oliver Stone. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say that the Academy got this one correct. Yep. 100% agree. All right. So we both agree. So yep. for the year 1991, the Academy got it right. Yep. You can't. I mean, Anthony Hopkins playing Hannibal Lecter just it seals the deal. Yeah. Okay. All right. So for the year 1992. 1992. We have Unforgiven. We have The Crying Game. A Few Good Men. Howard's End. And Scent of a Woman. Hoo-ah. And the winner that year was? Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Now, dun, dun, dun. all right, so just looking at this real quick, The Crying Game is a good movie. Take away the twist, and it's an okay movie. That's, that's It's got a really unique yeah. twist ending that everybody kept secret, which yeah. we'll, we'll continue to keep secret on this one. In the Name of the Father is a really good movie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> a Few Good Men. Yeah. Great movie. Amazing movie. A great I, film. Jack Nicholson's performance in that alone should have catapulted it. Howard's End? I've actually never seen it. Neither have I. I know. <laughs> so, oh, we're losing our street credit. So I uh, Howard's End, that is, is Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to put that on the list of movies we have to watch. And then Scent of a Woman, directed by uh, Martin Brest, produced by Martin Brest. I really, really like this movie mm-hmm. quite a bit. Yeah. So the question of did the Academy get it right? What do you think? I'm going to say no. I agree with you. I'm going to say the best movie of 1992 was A Few Good Men. I agree with you. All right. Yep. And we've got um, uh, Al Pacino wins Best Actor. Yep. First Scent of a Woman. Emma Thompson wins uh, Best Actress for Howard's Inn. Clint Eastwood wins Best Director for Unforgiven. Um, And of course, Unforgiven wins. And then you've got Jack Nicholson losing to Gene Hackman. And Unforgiven. Yeah. Jack Nicholson should... That's another one. I'm just going to say right now, the Academy got that wrong. Yeah, they absolutely got that wrong. We did get to see Marissa Tomei win that year. Yeah, yeah, which we is, did. Which is great. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say A Few Good Men is the is, is probably, I think, the, the best movie of that year. And I would actually put Son of a Woman at number two. I agree on that, with you. On that one. Yeah. Right there. So, But it's interesting because this is back at a time when, you know, you mentioned that Clint Eastwood won Best Director. This is back at a time when... Best director, best picture, they were one and one. Yeah, I remember yeah. reading something. It's almost like a 70% correlation between yeah. whoever wins best picture or wins best director. Put a pin well. in that when yeah. we get to 1998. Yeah. So, okay, so we're on to 1993. 1993. So this this is going to be a quick one. We've got Schindler's List, The Fugitive, In the Name of the Father, The Piano, and The Remains of the Day. Okay, so just real quick, Schindler's List won that year. Yep. Spielberg also won best director. Yep. Okay. There's not a question. There's not a question. Like Schindler's List. Yeah. One of the great movies of all time. So so they they definitely got it right this year. 94. 94. Here's where we're going to get into. uh, They got it really wrong. Yep. Um, And I'm I'm curious on on our picks for this one, too. Okay. So we've got uh, 1994 Forrest Gump, which was the winner. Four Weddings and a Funeral, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, and The Shawshank Redemption. I mean, I think there's a case that could be made for two of those movies that didn't win. So I will say, as much as I love Pulp Fiction, I it should have been Shawshank Redemption. I'm going to agree with you 100. Okay. So we can we can basically unanimously say the Academy got that wrong yep. big time. Yep. Uh, I, I think this was just this was a vehicle that Forrest Gump was a touching movie. It was a blockbuster, and I think it was awarded for its box office performance. Not so much the content of the story. This is kind of going to be one of the last big blockbusters to win Best Picture. Yeah. That used to actually carry some weight. Mm -hmm. Like if you were a big blockbuster, that actually... You, you, yeah, you paid your dues? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, the Academy Academy took that pretty serious back then. So, yeah, uh, if I was to rank the movies of that year, I would put... Forrest Gump at number five, Four Weddings at number three or number four, 
Quiz Show at number three, Pulp Fiction at number two, and Shawshank Redemption at, at number one. And I say that as somebody who thinks Quiz Show is one of the best movies of the 90s. And yes. I'm actually sad we didn't put that on the... We're, I keep finding these ones yeah. we miss. The we're going to have to do a, a... Why did we not do that? <laughs> we have to do a that is a, that is a damn near perfect movie, Quiz Show. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to eventually go back and be 150 best movies yeah. of the 90s. 50 more movies <laughs> from the 90s. Uh, so, yeah, we, we're, we're unanimous. 1994, the Academy got that wrong. Yeah. The only right. thing I would have switched would have been... Forrest Gump would have been four for me and... Four Weddings would have been five, but I find Four Weddings to be a charming little British comedy. Yeah. 1995. So 1995, we have Braveheart, Apollo 13, Babe, The Postman, Il Postino, Sense and Sensibility. Not to be confused with the Kevin Costner movie. Which Kevin Costner? The Postman. The Postman. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How come that movie didn't make it on that? <laughs> I think a case could be made that Apollo 13 was the best movie of that year. I think they got it wrong. I think it was Apollo 13. Yeah. I, again, I love Braveheart. I've probably seen that as many times as I've seen Apollo 13. I think the the fact that it was a Mel Gibson-helmed film um, and it was so incredibly successful, Just, I think that's what led to that decision. It's a slim one for me, but I'm going to agree with you that the Academy got that wrong in 1995. Yeah. 1996. 96. Oh, dear God. The, the movie that I will never watch again. 96 gives us The English Patient. Oh, The Passion. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Sorry. 1996 gives us The English Patient, Fargo, Jerry Maguire, Secrets and Lies, and Shine. Okay. Well, the best movie of 1996 for me is easily Fargo. Yes. So by that logic, I'm going to say they got it wrong. Yes, I agree. English Patient, I don't even know why it's nominated. It's at the bottom of the bucket of movies that I will never, ever watch again. It is so painfully boring. Yeah. It's not interesting. No. Um, I've, I have not seen Secret and Lies. Um, I saw that once a long time ago, but I, I remember thinking, this is a very good movie. And am I alone in saying that I really enjoy Jerry Maguire, but never want to revisit it? It's like if it's on whatever people are watching, I'm not going to be like, oh, not this movie. I really liked it the first time. But it's a little long. <laughs> so I, I rewatch it a lot, but I've started at the end football game yeah. with Cuba getting Jr. going down. Yeah. And I'll just watch the end. Like, yeah. That's it. That's, and all that's great. That, and that's great. I agree. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to get into the year 1997, where I think the Academy got it. Oh, I don't even know if I can say they got it wrong, but they snubbed a movie from even being nominated. Uh, So, yeah, so 97, we got Titanic, As Good As It Gets, The Full Monty, Goodwill Hunting, and L.A. Confidential. Titanic won. Titanic wins. Okay, Titanic won everything that year. Yep. Titanic is a magnificent movie. As I remember it, not liking it when I when I saw it. Has finish. your opinion on it changed? Yes. So I, and I think we talked about this on the Leo episode. I don't think it was his best performance. No. Um, I don't think it was Kate Winslet's best performance. Um, can't believe they ended it by sinking the ship and killing a bunch of people. No. I mean, we're can we not get some revisionist history? Yeah, I'm talking about like you've you've closed the door on possible sequels. <laughs> <laughs> you're Actually, not, we, no, we just had one. <laughs> as I say, you're not getting away with that. Uh, uh, what was that submarine that went down? Oh yeah, <laughs> the Titan yeah. submersible. Uh, sorry, oh, that Jesus, was, that was. I don't know if that's too soon or not. Too but. soon. So I am going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say that Goodwill Hunting should have won, or L.A. I, Confidential. I'm going to go out on a bigger limb and say the movie that should have won Best Picture in 1997 was Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Yeah. So, not even be nominated. Not even be nominated. Yeah. Um, and I say that cautiously because I really think Titanic is a spectacular film and it is one of the best movies ever made. But Boogie Nights is just, yeah. I think, a completely its own animal. Like, it's yeah. it's incredible. Goodwill Hunting's up there. The Full Monty was fine. It, it was, was okay. Good. It was all right. L.A. Confidential, just for production design alone, should, should yeah. definitely Kim be a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> As good as it gets is, I don't think it should even be in the conversation. No. It's a I'm, fine movie. It's good. It's James L. Brooks, yeah. and it's you know it, it won um, Jack Nicholson his yeah. second Oscar, and it was a, it was an okay movie. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say they got it wrong. Yep. Okay. Okay. 
We get to the year 1998. Oh, 98. And this was where this is, this is the year that I started to question who is running the show over at the Academy Awards. And then I've done a lot of digging. I've read a lot of books. Oscar Wars is a great book that I read just that recently came out. It's very contemporary. The last chapter touches on the Will Smith slap. So I mean, it just came out and there's a whole chapter devoted to the Shakespeare in love movie and how one person, one asshole who's going to die in prison was able to basically buy an Academy award. Yeah. So the year 98, this year, 1998, we've got Shakespeare in love, Elizabeth life is beautiful. Saving Private Ryan and The Thin Red Line. Well, Saving Private Ryan was the best movie that came out in 1998. It was, and it should have won. The, the Academy got it wrong. Spielberg did win Best Director for that. Yeah. And this was like one of those things where when he won Best Director, everybody was like, oh, all right, yeah, well, cool. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan's going to win. And rightfully so, it should have. Yes. Uh, the Thin Red Line is a Terrence Malick movie. Great cinematography. Great cinematography. It's very avant-garde. Yeah. It's very existential. It's it's the, and it's the Pacific front. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I remember going into Thin Red Line thinking from watching the trailers, I was saying to myself, "Oh my God, we're getting two Saving Private Ryan style right. movies in one year. This is going to be incredible." I don't know if I'm going to be prepared for it, <laughs> and that was not it, the movie I no. saw whatsoever. No. Uh, Life is beautiful is <clears throat> is great. It's a fun movie. Uh, Elizabeth is just, I'm going to call it what it is. It's an Oscar bait movie. Yep. And Shakespeare in Love, a movie that we did include in our 101 movies from the 90s you need to watch. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not the best movie that was put out that year. No, no. Um, so. <laughs> I, I'm i not even sure it should have been nominated, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it had it had a very good story, very good acting, um, not great acting my opinion, but no. very good acting. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan is an epic, wonderful movie that is just Shakespeare in Love is dwarfed by it. So I think we're unanimous. The Academy got it wrong. Yep. Okay. So the Academy got it wrong for 1998. Yes. So how many uh, times have they gotten it wrong so far? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Only <laughs> they got it right twice. Got it right twice. Um, nineteen ninety nine. We're looking at American Beauty, The Cider House Rules, The Green Mile, The Insider, and The Sixth Sense. All right, you ready for a hot take? Yep. The Academy got it right. Mm, I think they got it wrong at the time. At the time. Uh, at the time. At the time, I think they got it right. Here's what I think. I think this movie is built on great performances, but the overall story to me, I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care for it then, and I don't care for it now. I'm going to take it from its, uh, from my initial watching of the movie, where I was within the first five minutes of the film, I was so inherently interested in these characters and where it was going and where the story was ending, and I had no idea that when the movie was finally over, I was just like. That was awesome. That was amazing film. Yeah. So um, so we have our first disagreement. First disagreement. I love Chris Cooper in that. Yeah. Um, I think it, all of those actors should have won for their performances, but it was not as good as what uh, M. Night Shyamalan did with The Sixth Sense. All right. So we have our first disagreement. Disagreement. Okay. I say they got it right. Okay. All right. Moving into the 2000s. Moving into the 2000s. All right. Okay. Your 2000 Gladiator, Chocolat, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Aaron Brockovich, and Traffic. And Gladiator 1. Gladiator 1. Okay. I'm going to say the Academy got it wrong. Really? Yeah. I'm going to say Traffic is the best movie of 2000. Interesting. Why? Just, I've just <laughs> never been a big gladiator guy. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, because my degree is in classical archaeology, which yeah. is Greek and Roman art and archaeology, um, that probably sways me a little bit. So sure. I, I, I give it to Gladiator. I'm going to give it to Traffic. Okay. Uh, I just love Traffic's one of those ones where you've got multiple stories that all converge on each other by the end. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a big traffic guy. All I right. think that's an excellent, excellent film. Yeah, it's not a bad, I, I have nothing against it. I just, I love me some Russell Crowe. It's been a while since I've seen Chocolat. So, I yeah, I couldn't, I, I, I think I made it halfway through that movie. Um, not a fan. All right. 
On to 2001. Oh, we have A Beautiful Mind, Gosford Park, In the Bedroom, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and Moulin Rouge. Where do you stand on this? I do not like Gosford Park. I do like In the Bedroom. I do like Lord of the Rings. I absolutely hate Moulin Rouge. I would give it to A Beautiful Mind again. Up against this field right here yeah yeah you and i are on the same page they got it they got it right in 2001 that's an easy one 2002 we've got chicago gangs of new york the hours lord of the ring the two towers and the pianist okay roman polanski makes a makes his way back in okay so chicago won chicago won okay so i will say that the academy got this really wrong but probably gonna go with not the movie you think. <laughs> I think The Pianist is one of the great movies ever made. Put it, putting aside my feelings about Rob, Roman Polanski, I think that is a harrowing movie. And I think Adrian Brody was a magnificent in the film. And that is, in my opinion, the best movie of 2002. So I also agree they got it wrong. However, I think it should have been Gangs of New York. Yeah. That's, I, I, can, um, I mean, I, a case can be made for Gangs of New York. It's epic. It's Yes. It's amazing performances. Uh, the Academy loves a good musical. They do love a good musical. I did not care for Chicago, but I don't care for musicals in general. The Pianist still is on my list of great movies. I will never watch it again. Yeah. Um, it was very hard for me to get through, but yeah, it was it was a great film. Okay, so... 2002. We're, we're both agreeing that they got it wrong. Yep. But we're agreeing on different... We're disagreeing on what movie it should have been. Yep. Okay. All right. 2003. 2003. We got another Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, which won damn near everything that year. Yeah. Uh, Lost in Translation, Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, Mystic River, and Seabiscuit. Well, I'm going to start off by saying they got it wrong. Okay. Okay. But the problem for me is I can't tell you if Mystic River or Lost in Translation are which are the better movies. I also agree they got it wrong. Lord of the, I mean, Return of the King was great. It was even on the extended cut an hour too long. And if I ever have to hear Viggo Mortensen sing again, <laughs> I'll shoot myself. Um, I pick Mystic River. I'm going to go with Mystic River as well. Yeah, I really am. That's a tough movie. Yeah, that's a very tough movie. Um, and the book was amazing as well. Yeah. And that was Clint Eastwood directing, but not appearing in the movie. Right. Okay. So then we're on to 2004. 2004. Oof. Bring back Clint Eastwood for Million Dollar Baby, The Aviator, Finding Neverland, Ray, and Sideways. Well, uh, the Academy got this way wrong. <laughs> okay. Way wrong. Are you agreeing or disagreeing? I'm agreeing. Okay. I I want to do a little hot take here. Um I did oh, not. Um, um, we should say Million Dollar Baby did win. I, th- I don't know if we acknowledge that that that, that yes. had won Best Picture. Um, I hate Million Dollar Baby. I this was one of those ones where I didn't see it in the theater. I only sat down to watch it after it. I knew it had won Best Picture, so I've got it. Sort of has that stigma, like yeah. oh, this is a Best Picture winner. Let's this thing. Watch it. This thing you need your you need your full attention. Yeah. And watching the movie, I'm like. Not only is this not the best picture, this is not a good movie. No. Hillary Swank did not do a good job acting. No. Neither did Clint Eastwood. I thought the directing was poor. That whole bit where Jay Baruchel is, he's looking at the frozen bottle of water, and they're like, "What's how'd they get, in the, how'd they get the ice in here? I'm just like groaning. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No. For me, it's The Aviator. And Clint Eastwood likes to do this thing where he likes to focus on on articles of clothing. Like when Maggie's in the hospital bed and her family comes to visit her and they're wearing Universal Studios shirts, like the camera goes right to those Universal, like, oh, hey, this is where they've been. (laughs) And then... And when you watch Gran Torino, when they're at the funeral, the kids wearing like their Detroit Lions, it goes right on the Detroit Lions. That's that's yeah. a Clint Eastwood trade. He likes huh. to really focus on what they're wearing. I hadn't noticed that before. As much as I would You're going love, sideways, aren't you? As much as I would love to tell you that <laughs> The Aviator is an amazing film, and it is sideways. I think is the best picture of two thousand and four. Okay, great film. What wonderful film. The Aviator to me is it. Leonardo DiCaprio should have won 
best actor over Ray. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Um, but yeah, to me, the the effort he put into becoming Howard Hughes and the overall story on that one is just it. It was far superior to Million Dollar Baby. Okay. Oh, five. 2005, the year that inspired us to want to do this episode. Yes. Oh, Paul Haggis. Uh, 2005, we have Crash, which one? Brokeback Mountain, Capote, Good Night and Good Luck, and Munich. Um, <laughs> okay. You start so off with this one? I'll, I'll just right off the bat. This is the uh, most wrong the Academy has ever gotten a movie. Yep. When it comes to best picture. Nope. I would agree with you. This crash does not even deserve to be acknowledged, let alone nominated. Nope. It is one of the worst movies. It's crap. Not of only the two thousands, but of, of all time. And I say that not from like a technical level, but I'm talking about plot and the message of the movie. Yes. It is awful. Stupid. It is a terrible movie. Now the big question becomes, what is the of these of these other four movies? What what one should have gotten best picture? And I'm sorry, but I think a case could be made for Brokeback, Capote, and Munich. So it's it's tough. Yeah. So for me, it's Brokeback Mountain, probably um, Brokeback Mountain, and only because I think of the cultural significance of it and the the acting, the cinematography. You know, Angley wins best director that yeah. that same year for Brokeback Mountain. It just culturally it broke down walls it did because le- le- we have to remember something in 2005 all right this is still an era where gay marriage is illegal oh, in most countries yeah, including america where this movie came we're out still in yeah. don't ask don't tell like yeah, yeah like so so this was a i mean it was you're right sometimes movies can literally change people's perception and yeah. change and change things plus it's a it's a fucking really good movie it's a great movie Capote is pretty amazing as well, though. Philip Seymour Hoffman just steers that ship. He wins. He um, wins best actor for that. Best actor for that. And then I thought Munich Munich is, I think, Spielberg's last great, great movie. He's made some really good ones. West Side Story? Yeah, he's made some good (laughs) ones. Ready Player One? I kind of like that movie. I do. That was a fun experience in IMAX 3D, you know, Ready Player One. Watching it on my phone is just not the same. But the fact that. Paul Hag- is it Haggis or Haggis? I don't even care. Um, he wins best screenplay that year for Crash as well. I'm like who, who put this effort together? It's such a bad movie. So bad. I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. Brokeback Mountain, best, okay. best movie of 2005. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> on to 2006. 2006. We have The Departed. We've got Babel. Letters from Iwo Jima, Little Miss Sunshine, and The Queen. This will be a quick one. They got totally got it right. Totally got it right. Departed, 100%. Yep. Sec, number two on that list right there would be Little Miss Sunshine. Yep. 100% agree. Uh, Letters from Iwo Jima. That's when Clint Eastwood did Flags of Our Father Flags and, Father. and yeah. Letters, the two movies back to back. Letters from Iwo Jima was the better of the two movies. I agree. Um, but uh, yeah, this is not even a question. Like, of course, The Departed. Yep. All right. Moving on to 2007. I'm curious on this one. So 2007, No Country for Old Men, Atonement, Juno, Michael Clayton, and There Will Be Blood. The Academy got this right. Mm, I, I go no. You're going to say There there Will Be Blood? Yeah. yeah. I, it's actually, close. I really love that movie. It's close. I actually saw all of these in the theater. Yep. Um, but No Country for Old Men for me. Now, for me, yep. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they got it right. I would, I would say... Paul Thomas Anderson's, this is one of his better films. Um, Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men was fabulous. Yeah. I mean, I this is literally like picking between your two favorite yeah, kids. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't want to downplay There Will Be Blood, yeah. which is a movie that I think gets better each time I watch it. Yeah. Uh, the attention to detail, the world building in that movie. Yeah. It was... It was fascinating, uh, I but but I just I mean I thought No Country was just I mean it's Coen Brothers it's top tier Coen yeah. Brothers, so this is going to be our last year two thousand eight of five contenders. Correct. After this, we're moving to ten nominees for let's best let's explain why in two thousand and eight uh, the following year they made the decision to add five uh, five more from five to ten. Okay, because the Dark Knight was not nominated. <laughs> <laughs> and the Academy 
at this point is starting to lose viewership. Yeah. Academy Awards used to be one of the highest rated oh, yeah. television events of the year, second only to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like 50, 60, 70 million people. Last year's Academy Awards, the ratings were up a little bit, but the year before, it was like 9 million people watched. Yeah. Like so so they're afraid now that if the big blockbuster film doesn't get nominated, that a whole swath of people won't tune in. Yeah. So this is why after 08, they add, and you're always going to see kind of bigger box office movies in, in that one. But 2008 still had five nominees, and they are? They are Slumdog Millionaire, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost Nixon, Milk, and The Reader. And Slumdog Millionaire did win. Slumdog Millionaire did win. I think I already know your answer. <laughs> no, they got it wrong. Yep. Like, Dark Knight. Yeah. I mean, the Dark Knight. Let's listen. I saw, actually, I saw the reader, Milk, Frost, Nixon. I didn't see the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. We talked about yeah. that on uh, um, one of the podcasts. I did see Slumdog in the theater. So I saw four yep. of the five in the theater. The reader with Kate Winslet was a very good movie. It was. Uh, but the best movie, and I can't believe people are going to be like, shocked to hear me say this, <laughs> but no, the Dark Knight was hands down the best movie to come out in 2008. Oh, easily. So, yeah. so they got it. They definitely got it wrong. Now, now we're into 2009. Oh this is where we're going to see. Here we oh go. Oh, man. Okay. So we got, we got the uh, the X's up against themselves this year. We've got The Hurt Locker, which wins. Avatar, The Blind Side, District 9, and Education, Inglorious Bastards, Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, A Serious Man, Up and Up in the Air. With The Hurt Locker winning. They got it wrong. You think so? They got it wrong. I'm guessing. Best, best movie of 2009 was Inglorious Bastards. I, I, I like the Hurt Locker, but I would agree with you. I like the Hurt Locker. I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Um, I'll I, I tell you, a movie that doesn't even belong on this list is The Blind Side. Um, nope. Blind Side doesn't belong. District 9. I, saw it in the theater. Uh, yeah. It was interesting. It, it was, it's, it's a filler movie for this one, I think. Up in the Air was, was good. Yep. Um, I tried to watch Precious based on the novel Push by Sapphire. I tried. I, I got 20 minutes in and I'm like, this is not, I, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to subject myself to this. This looks like a torturous movie. It, it's it's on my list of, I really liked it, but I can, I can't watch yeah, it. Yeah. I couldn't even bring myself to finish it. I felt so bad for, for our main character in yeah. this movie. I just, I was having the hardest but time. Between um, Brad Pitt and Christoph Waltz and Inglorious Bastards. I mean, that's, a beautiful film. Yeah, it, for me, it's Inglorious Bastards. That's yep. that's the uh, the best movie. So they got it wrong in two thousand and nine. Oh nine. All right. Oh boy, on this next one, <laughs> <laughs> we are into the twenty tens. Okay, uh, the King's Speech, Black Swan, The Fighter, Inception, The Kids Are All Right, One Hundred Twenty Seven Hours, The Social Network, Toy Story Three, True Grit, True Grit. Or Winter's Bone. I'll let you go first. Did they get it right or did they get it wrong? Because King's Speech won. Uh, they got it wrong. Okay. I agree. They got it wrong. Um, my pick is Winter's Bone. My pick is The Social Network. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The Social Network, I think, is one of the great biopics of all time. Okay. Um, Winter's Bone is heavy. It's heavy as all freaking get out. But I, to this day, I still think it's Jennifer Lawrence's greatest movie. Okay. Um, all right. She... This, she was young in that too. She was she was young in that, and you know the, the premise of the movie is she's trying to get a mobile home um, for her family, and her father is just a notorious piece of shit, and they can't find him. Everybody knows he's dead, and she goes on a mission to at least get him declared dead. And yeah, it's it's deep. Yeah, but I love it. All right, two thousand eleven. So you were with? I went with the Social, social Network. network. Two thousand eleven. We have The Artist, The Descendants, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, The Help, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, and War Horse. With The Artist winning. The Artist wins. Okay. Uh, the Artist was a silent film. I have not seen The Artist. In, I tried. Um, well, no, I, I tried, but I haven't seen it since it came out. And I want to say, like you on the other one, I maybe made it 20, 30 minutes in. I saw no value in that. So, yeah, that they definitely got it wrong that year for me. I think Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close doesn't even deserve to be on this list. No, it doesn't. And there's a Scott Rudin 
We talked about that yeah. in uh, 101 from the 2000s, who uh, the character of Les Grossman was based <laughs> off of. Also, don't think that Midnight in Paris belongs on there. No. I, you know. So for me, I would say probably. Uh, it's not a gr- This is not a great year for no. movies. It's really not. The Descendants is is great. That's Alexander Payne, the same guy that did Sideways. That's a good movie. I I like the help. I mean, honestly, I, I, it's a tough year. <laughs> it's a tough year. It's hard for me to say. I'm I'm not. I I like Moneyball. Moneyball is a great movie. Yeah. None of these. None of the the help is is fun. It's a good. You know, it's a good movie. Yep. None of these movies sort of jump out at me like, like mm-hmm. these are. This. So I'm going to go ahead and make crazy. None of them deserve best picture. <laughs> you all suck. 2011, go to hell. So maybe the Academy did get it right. <laughs> I maybe. I mean, if I, of those movies on there, I think the one that I would have given it to just because it's a, I thought it was a good movie was The Help. Uh, yeah, if I, if you're if you're telling me I've got to pick one, then it would be the help. Yeah. All right. So 2012, 2012, we have Argo, Amor, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Les Miserables, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. Okay, the Academy got it way wrong yep. for its best picture. Yep. For me, I would have a very hard time. Picking between Django Unchained and Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, I think I've got to go with Django Unchained. Probably going to go with that one. I can tell you of these movies, it's the one I've certainly seen the most. Yeah, I have a, I have a difficult time rewatching Zero Dark Thirty because it's so agonizing. I mean, it's a great movie. Love, um, love the acting in that. But halfway through now, when I try to rewatch it, I'm like, come on, just find him already. I know. It's it's, but it's. And it doesn't pull zero dark thirty doesn't pull any punches like it. Right, it shows you right in the beginning. Oh yeah, no, this is what we were doing to people. Yeah, yeah, we were torturing them. Yep, it, it's it's a, t- it just felt realistic. Yeah, it really did. It's a hard but watch. I'm gonna go Django, but we can both agree that they got it wrong. They got it wrong. All right, on to 2013. 2013, we have Twelve Years a Slave, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska. Philomena and the Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, so we can take Philomena off the list. I can take Nebraska. I can take Nebraska off the list. I think take her off the list. I love Spike Jones. Gravity's a good movie. That's not best picture. No. Um, all right, so that leaves us with. Uh, and you actually, know what? Actually, take Captain Phillips off. Yeah, and I didn't love American Hustle. And yeah, I take American Hustle off. So we're really down to and Philomena. Um, so we're down to the Wolf of Wall Street. 12 Years a Slave, and Dallas Buyers Club. Yep. Now, Dallas Buyers Club, um, Jared Leto absolutely deserved that Oscar. And and, and and McConaughey, we've had this discussion before. Yep. You know. Um, Great. And it just also resides on my list of love the movie, can't ever watch it again. But I think it goes to The Wolf of Wall Street. I think they got it wrong. <sighs> so do I. And it's it's not to de- to detract from Twelve Years a Slave. No, no, that was. And maybe it's because I've only seen that movie once. It's one of those that I don't. I'm glad I saw it. I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Fuck me. I don't want to sit through that again. <laughs> it's difficult. Um, uh, it's a hard movie. Yeah. It's a hard, hard movie. Fastbender is so so fucking brutal in that uh, movie. Yeah. So brutal. All right. Okay. So we're both saying they got the they got it wrong. Yep. Got okay. it wrong. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. We have Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, American Sniper, Boyhood, Grand Budapest Hotel, Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, Whiplash. Not a great year. Really? I disagree. Um I'm gonna say they got it wrong and Whiplash would be my movie for twenty fourteen. So I think they got it right with Birdman. Okay. Birdman's one of my favorite movies. Whiplash is fabulous. Yeah. It's it's Damien Chazelle's great greatest movie. He's, oh yeah. He keeps trying to and he keeps trying to recreate that. He can't. Yeah. He made he 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 actually made the script for he had the script for La La Land done trying to get financing for it and nobody would finance the movie because it was 
it would have called for a bigger a big budget and yeah. he was not a, an established filmmaker yeah so he's like all right well let me just go make a movie to prove you guys i know how to make a movie then he makes he makes whiplash and just as to be his calling card and that is his best movie yeah. hands down jk simmons he's oh, oh amazing god amazing so yeah. i would i would go whiplash so, i did not like american sniper um at really all. i did not like that movie at all i love that movie so Boy, boyhood i thought was great yeah. grand budapest hotel was great imitation game i could take it or yeah. it. um selma was great theory of everything with eddie redmayne like i remember going to see that's that when Mary- you find out that uh that the the character he was playing hawking bit of an asshole <laughs> just a, <laughs> tad. a bit of an asshole <laughs> just a tad um so yeah to me they they got it right and you like whiplash okay okay all right um 2015 2015 here we go spotlight the big short bridge of spies brooklyn mad max fury road the martian the revenant or room i'm gonna say they got it wrong the revenant is probably the best movie of 2015 i would agree with you on that um even if you want to talk just on a technical level what it took to make that movie yeah and it gets leo his first oscar too yeah yeah absolutely all right who here comes the uh the Oscar gaff year. Yes. 2016. La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> remember, I still remember Warren Beatty's face just like dumbfounded. I'm like, is he pulling a fucking Well, Mitch, he opens the Mitch envelope. McConnell moment? Or like, he, he opens the envelope and he has this confused look because it's, it's, it says best actress. It's, and he, he hands it to Faye Dunaway, not for her to read it. Yeah. But he, he he wants her to look at it and be like, "Is this right?" And she just goes, "La la land." <laughs> <laughs> and somebody out there goes, "Oh shit!" She gave him the wrong envelope. <laughs> okay, so we've got uh, Moonlight, Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, and Manchester by the Sea. Okay, and by the way, we should point out uh, with 2015, I don't think we mentioned that Spotlight had won it. Spotlight won. All right, so in 2016, Moonlight Moonlight wins is going to win. Um. Well, that's this is tough. This is tough. I think they got it right. I do. Yeah, um, Moonlight was really good. Manchester by the Sea. That's really good as well. I can't rewatch. No, I think Hell or High Water is an incredible film too. Yeah. Lion was good. La La Land. I don't like musicals, but that was it. Was okay. Hidden Figures. Uh-uh. I don't think it, it belongs on this no. list. Hacksaw Ridge was. Uh, that's two different movies. Yeah. The first hour is is yeah. really like, uh, and then the second hour is like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it feels first like one you're like, what am I watching? The second one, like, shit, I don't know if I want to watch any more of this. <laughs> Fences was an amazing movie. Yeah. Um, um, and Arrival, no. No, thank you. Yeah, Arrival. And like, you know, they said, like, give this guy Dune. Let him make <laughs> Dune now. Um, no, Moonlight was pretty fucking incredible. Yeah. All right. So 2017. 2017, we have The Shape of Water. Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. With The Shape of Water winning. Shape of Water Okay. I'm going to say they got it wrong on this one. Yep. Guillermo Uh, del Toro had a great story. I didn't like the movie. I am going to tell you right now, and this is going to sound crazy because it was probably the highest grossing out of all these movies, but... Get Out, I think, should have won Best Picture. Did win Best Screenplay. Yep. Um, I'm giving this one to Lady Bird. I did see Lady Bird in the theater. It was good. I really liked that movie. I knew what kind of movie I was in for when she jumps out of the car at the beginning of the movie. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, this kind of introduces me to Greta Gerwig and her style. And yeah, I think they got it wrong. So um, I I would probably throw three billboards in there for contention. Yep. Uh, I think that was really good. All right, so getting closer. 2018. Oh, boy. Oof. Okay. 2018, we have Green Book, Black Panther, yeah. our first Marvel movie. Now welcome to the, welcome, welcome, Marvel. Uh, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Okay, so they got it way wrong mm-hmm. on this one. Uh, and I'm sorry. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody doesn't even deserve to be. That's one of the worst biopics I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. That movie's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Although Ro- Rami Malek, I'll give it to him. 
he did come into character a little bit, yeah, but the, it just fell apart. That was I was uh, Queen's my favorite band of all time, so maybe I'm mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm watching this movie in real time. I'm like, well, that's not factually accurate. <laughs> that's not how it happened. <laughs> Why is this movie rated PG-13? He led a very R-rated lifestyle. Yeah. The Elton John movie, I mean, Rocket, Rocket Man. Man, was rated R. Like, yeah. what What are we doing? Yeah. So, The Black Klansman was great. It's fantastic. That was a fun movie, especially knowing that it was a true story. Like, yeah. that was that was really good. I, I mean, it's probably A Star is Born. Yeah, that's that's it for me. Yeah, it's probably. I think that's that was really, really good. That's Bradley Cooper's first yeah. directorial debut. So Green Book is the one that won, and that is not a good movie. It's a terrible movie. It's a not I remember when they when it got nominated, I'm like, for fucking what? Yeah, I know. No. Yeah. And Mahershala Ali is great and everything, and he is great in that movie, but the plot of the movie it's and fucking ridiculous. It's, it's not good. Okay. So now we get into twenty nineteen. Now this is significant because this is the year before the pandemic yes all right good to note yes these are are the 2019 movies this academy award was held in february of 2020 right before the world changes so so for those who don't know the like we're talking about we're not talking about the year of the actual Oscars. We're talking about the year the movie came right. out. With the Oscars so, being held the following year. Yeah. So with 2019, this means that this was the 2020 Academy Awards. And yes. this was February. Yep. Right before the whole world changed. Mm-hmm. So the nominees for the 2019 Academy Awards were what? Parasite. Parasite. Which won? Which won? Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. The Irishman. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story. Ugh, that's a tough one. Yeah. 1917 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I couldn't make it through Parasite. I didn't like it. I get it. It's a movie about the class system in the world and and it's fi- it was I I finished it. I um I'm just going through this list, you know? They were all good movies this year there were some really good ones to me it's going to come down to probably the irishman or once upon a time in hollywood see i was going to say the joker or once upon a time in hollywood and i honestly think having rewatched it so many times since once upon a time in hollywood was the best movie that year yeah i'm going to agree with you on that so we're both going to agree that they got it wrong yeah and once upon a time in hollywood was was the best movie of that year yeah all right, so now we, now this is interesting. Now we're into the pandemic era, okay? So all of these movies on this list right here, none of these films got a theatrical release. Yeah. All of these, in some cases, were, were released video on demand or HBO Max. Yeah. You know, so the nominees for 2020 were? We have Nomadland, which one? The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank. Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, I'm going to say something crazy. Go ahead. I think they got it right. Do you? I do. I saw No Man Land, and I was like, this is this is good. This it's, is really good. good. Movie. I, Compared to this, uh, uh, these other movies, Mank was really good. Mank was really good. If I had to pick the on this list, the best movie, it was The Sound of Metal. Sound metal was awesome. That was to me. More people need to see that movie. Yeah, that was a that was a really really good movie. Raz, uh, what's his name? Raz, Raz Ahmed. Raz Ahmed. Yeah, that's yeah. the same. Yeah, he's yeah, it was a fucking good movie. Fantastic. And No Man Land won. No Man so, Land won. So we're we're gonna split that. Split. Twenty twenty one. All right. Twenty twenty one. And this is also where we get instead of. The full twelve months, you got what an additional like four months. You on yeah, this one? you got an extension. Yeah, so a movie a movie could have come out in January or February of twenty twenty of twenty twenty one to qualify for the, as a twenty twenty two Oscars. Yes, yeah. twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so on this one, we have Coda, Belfast, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard. Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Well, they got it wrong. Code is a good movie, but they got that wrong compared to some of these other films. Okay. You know, it's interesting. Going through this list of movies, you know which film I've seen like four times? Licorice Pizza. Let's say Licorice Pizza. That's my second favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie behind Boogie Nights. Really? Like, if I had to rank it, it would be Boogie Nights, Licorice Pizza, Pizza, 
then probably Magnolia, there will be blood, and then the list would go on there. But I thought Licorice Pizza was just amazing. I did not get into it. Oh, I did. Um, it, I mean, it's a great, it, it is a great movie, but it's not, it's probably the bottom of my Paul Thomas Anderson I looked list. at it as an amazing snapshot of early 1970s life in the San, Bern- San Bernardino Valley. Yeah. Uh, same way, it, was, it like, was It was a prequel to Boogie Nights. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I, to me, they got this one right. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, after Coda, I actually started learning sign language. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm, I'm just no sign language. Does she? Yeah. Oh, good. I need, I need somebody to practice. Yeah, with. there you go. Okay. So, um, so we're split. So, and we should mention that this is also the, um, this one, this particular Academy Awards was all of these movies were overshadowed by an incident that happened yes. uh, between Will Smith and Chris Rock. Yes. And I fell asleep for that. <laughs> I fell asleep watching it and I missed it. And that brings us to, by this point, you're, you're actually, you're, you're doing the show in 2021. So, yep. This is the one I called. And you like, called it. You called it way before. And I want the record to show, and we do have audio evidence <laughs> of this that Jason called the 2022 Best Picture, everything, everywhere, all at once, way before the nominations oh, yeah. came think, out. He said this was the best movie of the year. Was, I think this was like May. We were doing like a or no June. We were doing like a mid year recap of like what would what, what it come out. So the nominees <laughs> that year were uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, all quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Can we agree that this was a really good year yes. of movies? Yes. The only one on here that I did not like, and it's just because it's fucking Boz Lerman, is Elvis. I... And Tom Hanks's performance as the Colonel. He's making an interesting choice. Ugh. He's making an interesting choice. Everything else, every one of these other movies, I loved. I'm going to go ahead and say the Academy got this right. Yep, I agree. All right, so we went. We started with 1990. We worked our way up. So now, time to crunch the numbers. <laughs> While Jason's tallying up the totals, we would love to know what you think. All right, so reach out to us. Let us know if you agree, disagree. Why you agree, why you disagree, the Dana Buckler Show at gmail.com, or you can tweet at me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Dana Buckler Show. So, Jason, of all these movies, of all these years, all these years, how many did we, how many times did we say the Academy got it right? So, we went through 32 films. 32 films. Um, I, you said they got it right 10. 10 times. 10 times. I said they got it right nine. Nine, okay. Um, which is horrible record. <laughs> I mean, really, Academy, you should be ashamed. Yeah. So it's um, and we had let's see, one, two, uh, three, four. Only four years where we split on what. Okay. Uh, we didn't agree with. Well, that's made for a very interesting conversation. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. We'll have to jump back into the seventies and eighties after this. Yeah. In fact, we will. We're, yeah. We'll 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 go we'll go from uh, we'll go from the year that the rating system. Was introduced in '68. Okay. okay, so we'll go '68 to '89. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll try to knock that one out as soon as possible. So, okay, Jason, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Right. My name is Dana Buckler, and thank you for listening. <laughs>